And why'd he make you so special? Why did he bless you? Think about it. I woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. Gotta smile when I say that shit. I woke up this morning. I've been waiting to tell you this. Been waiting a while. But uh, what an awkward way to start this. But no, no, I like your, I like your uh, glasses. You fake piece of shit. They look, no, they look like we're live with Jake Nonner, by the way. But no, they look like are they? That's, those aren't like fake prescriptions, are they? No, man, I'm, I have prescribed. I thought you had glasses, but of I didn't course. know for sure. No, okay. I'm not gonna wear glasses. Okay. I don't need glasses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need these. I, I, just, I started this thing I, out by roasting you. <laughs> I took out my contacts to put these glasses in, but they're cool. I've gotten compliments on them, and they were like 16 bucks. They They're, just look like something like a rapper would wear to look cool. You know what I mean? Thank you. With the, the strap back, I don't know. Um, that's, that's the only reason I was asking. I'm sorry to start this off by well, roasting you. They're, uh, they look nice. They look like they could be a lot of money, but they're from this website called Zinni, and they're like 16 bucks prescription. Oh really? So that's why I get them. I've had a couple pairs from that same website, and they, they honestly look, look like hundred dollar glasses. They have a lot of really cool frames. Yeah. They almost look like designer, but they're just cheap. It's cheap material. When you really feel them, you can tell. But dude, they look cool, and they're sixteen bucks for, for prescription glasses. Would you ever spend over like a hundred dollars on a pair of sunglasses? I have like twenty times in my life. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I've had tons of Ray Bans. Two thousand dollars. I probably have had no. I probably spent about that. I, not twenty. That's nuts. Um, I probably have, have had ten pairs of Ray Bans or Oakleys in my life. I, what, like, do you have any of those still? No. Exactly. Like, they're all lost or stolen. Exactly. Exactly. So, what I did, I bought two pairs of Pack sunglasses. Do you want to go grab them? Yeah. Let's right do there. It. Go grab them right there. They're, they're right, the only reason you had to grab them is they're right behind you. <clears throat> That's what it. No, no, I have another pair, but they're the same. Are there beers in here? Uh, beers right here. I got it. Oh, cool. Um, trying to find a colder one. <laughs> I don't, I don't refrigerate my beer. I just set the pack on the ground. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's all. I, so, so it gets uh, nothing's changed. <laughs> Can I wear these for the rest? Yeah. Cool. So, so how much are these? Why do I know so weird? Uh, I probably just have a weird nose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. They were two for twenty. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm. On, there you go. Yeah. I bought two of the same pair for twenty bucks, and I think those are cool sunglasses. They look like they could be nice. So I'm just rolling with the cheap sunglasses. And I bought a fossil watch for like forty-five bucks the same day, and uh, I'm just rolling with cheapies. I've also probably had like. Dude, 10 who cares bucks. about the price tag? Honestly, who really cares? Uh, with watches and sunglasses, not that many people. Yeah, true, true. Certain clothes you wear, though, you got you can't just go to Walmart. You know, I do care about the price tag somewhat because the price tag is what company you bought it from. Well, what about if you find the same exact product at Goodwill? I buy it slightly from used. I bought a, uh, I bought this hand-me-down shirt from a. Uh, it said Vegas on it. I lost it since then, but it was just a plain white shirt and it had like Vegas and some like weird-looking mountain thing, and it was so cool. I bought that from a pawn shop. And then I have a hat over there that's a camouflage hat, and uh, I got it from Walmart for like two fifty. But it's it's a cool hat. <laughs> Wait, two dollars fifty cents? Yeah. Oh, I was thinking two hundred fifty. No, I was $2. like, oh. And so was that shirt that I'm. There you go. About. I'm I'm just all about like. I can nitpick. Yeah, like yeah. I I love like thrift shopping. I love the concept of it. I do too. It's more unique too, so I I don't know. That's. I bought 
Oh, dude, I just can't get up now because we're in a podcast. But there was a, I was at PacSun the other day, and I saw the shirt as a Playboy shirt. It was the only one in the store, and it was a medium my size. So I had to get it. It's, it's a white shirt. It has a Playboy bunny. It says Playboy, and it has these like cool checkered patterns up your sleeves. Well, didn't Hugh Hefner die like a year ago? Yeah. So I guess Rest that's in peace. <laughs> oh man! Wow, that man. guy was a saint. <laughs> <laughs> he had the life. He had the ideal life. He did. I think I might take these life. off. These are extremely distracting. Well, probably more for you, just because I look so sick. Probably. No, I'm the same way. I get like ten dollar pair of sunglasses and. That's it. There you go. There you go. Right there, baby. Okay. That's why I was I was rocking like sun, sunglasses on the top of my forehead, sunglasses I'm wearing, sunglasses around the uh, like collar of my shirt. You ever do one of these? Oh, there you go. Well, then you can flip them up and they look like Migos. There you go. That's ultra douche. Thank you. Ultra douche right there. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so uh, you were on episode number 24. Mm-hmm. We've, we've already done one of these together. That says a lot about you if I'm having you on for another guest. I guess so. I guess. I, don't, I that, enjoyed the first time. I, well, I, I, I always enjoy talking I with you. I enjoy so. doing this. Uh, the first time was weird. I thought too much about what anybody would think I'm saying, and now True. it's more just like we're just chilling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. First yeah. time's kind of awkward. You know, you're being recorded, and you worry about how your voice sounds, and I don't know. I thought about that, and now I'm just like, I'm just going to be me you know absolutely yeah yeah well, very racking on the first one i can't imagine what it's like starting out doing oh you say that, that's what i i just i figured out if i want to do this i'm gonna say some stupid shit yeah time to time i like i'll listen to them i listen to every single one like the the week they come out so like i get a few weeks to kind of like reflect and kind of be like detached from whatever i said and i'm like okay i hate what i hate myself for saying that for real dude but, like it's fine <laughs> like but i say a lot of really good things that i do agree with at the same time so like it's it's whatever yeah but you kind of it, like it's. I feel like it's all a part of finding like finding your voice. But like if I if I want to do this, I can't let what other people like say or think about me like slow me down. Totally. That's what I like about you, Jordan. Now we're gonna compliment Jordan. Oh, he's gonna start off the com- the podcast dissing me. I'm gonna start out by <laughs> complimenting him. Just so I look. I, I like uh, his drive. I think it's pretty inspirational. Uh, <laughs> what he's doing, kind of, at least somewhat. And if I ever wanted to be a creative guy, I'd go to you. Thank you. Thank you. As I have in the past. Thank you. Yeah. So, you have an open mind on a lot of things, which is really nice that you can talk to Jordan about a lot of crazy ideas he might have, and he's not going to judge you on it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I try yeah, to make man. a point to do that, and I think I think more people should You're not selling. be judgmental about stupid shit. You're like a you're a you're a dream chaser, you know. I'm kind of dead inside, so you you kind of show me as a kid again, you know. <laughs> so you kind of like re- refresh my uh, childhood dreamness. You still want to do something big. I just want to get a job at a finance firm and get a house. There you go. There you go. Well, that's you have bigger dreams. Well, there's I nothing. I can see you moving to like L.A. Yeah, I don't know where I'll end up. I can see I you know. moving to L. I can see you going out to L.A. and trying something. That's a possibility. And it could work. You it's know. actually my least favorite of the three like cities in California. I hate LA. Really? It seems superficial. I've never been there. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there once. I was like seven. Okay. But, it doesn't uh, count. It doesn't no, count. It doesn't. It's fake. I think LA is way too superficial for me, man. That, I bet there'd be a lot of real people and a lot of fake people trying to be like the real people. Yeah, that's not my environment. Uh, that's 
everybody goes there to be Hollywood, and that. that's totally not me. Even if I got famous, I wouldn't be that. You know, if I got what well, I don't know what the hell I'd get famous for. But if mm. I did, I wouldn't be the LA guy. I wouldn't want to live in LA. It seems like every famous person lives in LA. Though. They do. That's the weird part about like they, even it's like New York. Really cool... It's New York or LA. Yeah, true, true. All right, so this is off topic. I'm gonna hit this jewel like a 15 year old girl. I jewel now. I used to dip and just get it over, <laughs> get over it. I'm, I'm gonna be blowing clouds like a fucking 15 year old guy in a mall. So, so just deal with it. I've held off for like five, ten minutes, and it's not gonna happen anymore. <laughs> That's great. So we'll, we'll hop into our first topic. 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 I can speak now. Um, Oh, I like this question. I just thought I'd start off with like a funnier question before we get into like other questions. Oh, God. But I totally made this up completely on my own. This might surprise you. But uh, if you could add 10 unnecessary nipples to any part of your body, where would you add them? All my penis because it make the girls feel better. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be like, it'd be like rib. But one of those rib lit. condoms. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. So, like, whatever... Where whenever, else would I put a nipple, Jordan? I mean, what kind of question is that? Whenever you get erect, they get erect, too, right? In theory? Or is it... Sure. Is that determined... I don't on, know. Like, I didn't think that... I didn't really... My answer was quick. I didn't really think deep about it. You obviously did. You wrote the question. No, I didn't... I didn't I, let, let me flip this around, Jordan. So, I, you know where I put them. Where would you put your 10 nipples? <laughs> I thought I, I... The first thing that came to mind is I thought connecting the nipples to the other nipples. So like, you're, you have your main nipples, and then... Would you make an arch? Maybe represent represent St. Louis. Absolutely, that's, maybe that's cool. That's like <laughs> that's sick. I love St. Louis. I love yeah. Um, yeah, what, yeah. I that's I, really your first question. Okay. Well, what else you got? Uh, you might have to put one right between your no, like, none in your face. Yeah, I don't How think I'd want any in my face. It'd be funny for a day. If I kind of take yeah, it off every day, can I move it? Can I move These it? These are at, tattoos. Can I move it at will? These are nipple tattoos. I can't move it at will. Nope. Yeah. Um. I, I actually probably wouldn't put it on. I'd probably just put them all on my ass. Yeah, true, true. Because then nobody would notice it unless no, a girl... They're not sensitive, right? Like, I'm just imagining sitting on this. I'm just repeatedly Ooh, tapping this. Well, you ever lay down in a bed? You know, you, you, you lay I lay down. When I sleep, I usually lay chest down and, like, you know, I lay chest down on one arm. Okay. I usually, like, lay on my, this one way, but I'm still on my belly. So my nipples don't hurt when I sleep. Does your, does your arm ever fall asleep? Yeah. And then you wake up in the middle of the night and it's just limp. And it's asleep? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you deal with it. It's uh, really painful, but you deal with it. No, I'm kidding. Your, your arm's like all the haters. They're sleeping on you. Exactly. Yeah. All these haters. Are all these haters. Off. They're hating on your, your real your real fake glasses. A real fake glasses. <laughs> I totally thought they were like, like yeah, anyway. Well, they are prescription. Yeah, but, the, but they're cheap. But I shouldn't even tell people that. I should be like, yeah, they're balling, bro. They're balling. They're fucking... 150. 150. No, nah, like 1650 with shipping. It's crazy. It's super... <laughs> That's actually really good I deal. encourage anybody to use that website. Shout out. Uh, we're not getting sponsorships, but Z-E-N-N-I.com. Zenny, get some cheap, good-looking glasses. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank yeah. You. <laughs> That's for, reminded for me of the Eric Andre... Uh, I'm just trying to get a sp- uh, Sprite sponsorship. He's skating yeah. with a broken leg, and he says that shit. <laughs> or, or when he drops in the town with a parachute, he's walking through the streets of New York with a big gash on his head and, like, a, a parachute behind him, and he's like, where am I? And he's like, yeah. I, I'm just trying to get a, spite, a Sprite sponsorship. It's, yeah, and he, that guy's the one so time funny. they drop him in an office, and he does the same thing. They, mm. they drop him to, like, a roof of an office in between a... Yeah, yeah. A, um, what do they call those groups? A focus group. 
a focus group. Okay. And he falls in it in the middle of it. <laughs> He's trying to use Bud Scott to ship a fucking parachute. He's all bloody and your wife's hot or something like that. He says something about somebody's wife and the guy's like tackling him. But yeah, that's that. Uh, He's like halfway conscious. Oh, that's great. This reminded me, I was telling um, my buddy earlier today about a story. When we were kids, I was a shithead. And one time we went up to like the Halloween store down the street. We bought a ton of fake blood and we laid on the side of the street and acted like we were really hurt. Like, we, like, laid a bike next to us or a skateboard. I can't remember which one. Okay. And we just acted like we were bloody as hell and, like, hurt. And we, like, squirted blood all over our legs. <laughs> and uh, people called the cops on us. <laughs> and we were trying to make that happen. But uh-huh. when it happened, we had to fucking run. <laughs> so that's, yeah, we just poured fake blood all over each other. And we were screaming <laughs> like we were in pain. Like, ah! Call just- the cops! You know? And then when they did it, called the cops. Like, Fuck! And then we heard sirens <laughs> and shit. And then we ran to the woods. What age is this? Oh, well, this has to be eighth grade. Okay, okay. Seventh? No, we couldn't have been out. It had to be between sixth and eighth grade. I, That's I, funny. Somewhere between. That's funny. My, my buddy who like grew up across the street from me, he used to play this game in his old neighborhood whenever he was in like fifth or fourth. Like he was he he was very like considerably young. And then he had some older brothers. He had three older brothers. So his older brothers and their friends would. Uh, pretend to beat him up until like people like pulled over on the side of the street this is the same and, thing yeah, yeah exactly and then like and then he would just be laying there I guess they got fake blood as well or whatever and he would just be laying there just like oh, oh and then uh people would get did. out and they would like some people would chase uh like his brothers and whatnot while they oh ran my away God. he said he said a car of like a I'll tell it how he how he told this story. A car full of black people got out. Everybody started chasing his brothers, and then he's just laying there. And there's like two people like left over, and they're like asking if he's all right. And the premise of the joke of what he would do is he would he would hop up and be like, "No worries, I'm Streetlight Superman." And then he would run off too. Did he do that in that situation? They, I, I don't know if he did in that situation. I bet he didn't. I don't know. I bet you he didn't. He's also, he's a type to exaggerate stories. If a bunch of people got out of a car acting wild, I would not stand up and say some ignorant shit like that. I might put your hands shit. on your hips like I might that. get my friends arrested. Yeah, I am hurt. <laughs> They're not calling cops, but I mean, I might. I might be like, yeah, get him. Oh, that's great. That's great. I would be embarrassed to fake that in front of people who are actually mad. That's definitely a way to get the cops called on you, undeniably. That's just kid shit. Nowadays, if you do that, you better have a camera on you. To get to capture the moment. True, true. Because some shit could go down. Then you get likes and favorites and views. There you go. You Woo! get attention for being then a dumbass. Man, you have favorites and likes and views? You get all the fifth grade girls. I think you're probably going to be famous soon. And cool. Just for that. Fuck any girl you want. There you go. Right there. Right I mean, there. <laughs> we're all trying to do, right? <laughs> I... I... <laughs> Think about all the dumb things of things just... I mean, between the two of us that we know that people went viral for. I mean, Sean like McConnell... That, well, I'm not going to name... Well, never mind. I, I just said his name. I name dropped. I'm Sean, sorry. Oh, man. Look at well, you. Yeah, <laughs> I really right. did. Yeah, yeah. Poop shotgun. He's not even embarrassed. You ain't embarrassed. Yeah, I don't think he... He has no shame with nah, that. Nah, he loved that. Uh, that was... Poop well, shotgun. Look he, it up. Well, he went viral. Poop shotgun. You, just you should seriously consider looking it up. Literally Google poop shotgun if anybody's listening. <laughs> Um, well, you know, you hear my burp. That's gross. Uh, yeah, Google Poop Shotgun. But Sean, Sean didn't get, he wasn't pursuing internet fame. 
But if he wanted to off that, I think he probably could have gotten some kind of fame off that. Maybe if he wanted to create a YouTube channel and go from there. And or, like, sell, like, poop got shotgun shirts or something. I don't know. There's things he could have done with that, to be honest with you. It was, so, it was on Tosh.0. Yeah. So that was. I watched it with him. I watched it for the first any, time. We had a viewing party. This is what I'm thinking about is that how does he not get any royalties? How does Tosh get his clips for free? Is it just? I think once you record something and put it out there, it's like for anybody to use. Like, because I know with Instagram, you can like repost videos like immediately. So I, I would assume that's how it is. I don't know. That's um, I don't know. That's questionable. But yeah, I mean, I, he could have built something off that. He really. I would have started selling T-shirts. I don't know if I want my name on something like that, but I, dude. If you're going to get rich off it. True. I don't know if anybody wear it. Wait, Jordan, think about what... <laughs> hold on. Think about what you're saying. You're saying that there'd be a market of people that would buy a poop shotgun t-shirt. <laughs> what are you talking about? I bet there were people that would. Like like, uh, like amongst like Missouri State, I bet there were somebody down there that would. Oh, that's funny. I, did, was, I didn't think okay, about that. At Missouri State, but who in another state? <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I don't think. I think he could have bought hey, a hundred shirts. Did you see that poop shotgun video? I need to get one of those shirts. <laughs> what, where a guy shitting on a shirt? <laughs> I mean, if it was like a cartoon, it would still be fucked up. <laughs> it's like, a, like an emoji, like one of those uh, like Snapchat things. Yeah, like, that's what I'm, I'm thinking like a stick over. figure. <laughs> somebody bent over. Some brown coming from the back. Oh, that's no, funny. nobody wear that. Uh, but he could have, he could have built off that. I think. I bet he could have sold a hundred shirts. That wasn't easily. He could have sold hundred <laughs> shirts. But when you once you get past a hundred, I think it'd be hard. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Amongst campus, he could have made some side cash, but that's about it. Campus would be good money. Like they had that T-shirt company in campus, and I think they did okay. I don't know. I was I started that. That's right. It was the giving project. Yep. It was a cool and concept. That you guys did well enough, but it was just I don't know if it was expandable enough beyond campus. No. Nah. It, it was cool, but it just didn't take off. It was a cool idea. I don't think we had the right team pursuing it. Very possibly. I'm not into it, but it was. Uh, I didn't even buy a shirt. I'm an asshole. But oh, you terrible person. I, I know. It was anyway, for charity. I have topics. It was cool. We had, we donated. Like, let's go back and forth. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's talk. I'm about, actually. I, so I'm, I'm taking. Cross that topic. Right? I'm taking creatine right now. Okay. What do you think about creatine as somebody who works out more than me? I've gained ten pounds in the past six weeks. Good for you. Wow, I didn't realize you gained that much in the like that six weeks. Of time. Yeah, like six weeks. That's nice. Maybe seven, but. That, it's a good gain. Now I'm sitting steady at around 165. I was at 155. So that I contribute a lot of the gains to that. I drink. You have to drink a lot of water on it. And it's here was the misconception that I got. I heard that it fills your muscles up with water. Right. And I don't think that's true. Really? What I've researched. That's what the, I've always heard. Too. The reason you have to drink a lot of water is because it can fuck with your kidneys. It can. Yeah. It's it's really bad. It's it's almost like a toxin. So my my grandma explained this to me, and I googled it, and it, she kind of was right. Um, creatine is a supplement, but what you're getting is creatine. Is what it's actually called, creatine. What's the like nuance between the two? Creatine is a supplement name. The actual you know chemical, I guess, that you're getting is creatine. The actual mineral or whatever okay. it is 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 creatine. 
and they just name it something else to kind of get away from the negative side of it because it can fuck with your kidneys. The reason you have to drink so much water with it is to flush it out because you don't want the creatine in your blood. So the, wow. re- the way the body gets rid of creatine is, is through urine. So it, it gets rid of all that creatine if you pee a lot. That's why they want you to drink eight, eight ounce glasses of water at least when you're taking creatine. That's what it says on my bottle. Okay. So I drink a lot of water. So even when I'm drinking beer, I, I, like I, what I've been picky about is I'm like drinking water in between. Like before you got here, I've had a lot of beers, but I drink three fat cups of water right before. And then in between beers, I drink waters. I go to the bar, I get waters sometimes just to mix it up, make sure I'm getting my water. Because if you're going to live a party lifestyle, at least somewhat on the weekend, you need to watch it if you're supplementing with creatine. But what do you, have you heard anything? Because you know more than I do. Have, what, I do you, what do you I know about it? I don't know much. I don't know much at all. I, I do know that arginine's a, like a very, that's an amino acid. So that's like, a, uh, I guess, a compound of creatine. And I know what what uh, nit- or what arginine does is that it puts like nitric oxide somehow in your bloodstream, which expands your uh, like blood vessels, and then it creates like more blood flow. Mm. So I know it does that. And I know that's like a, one of the what would you say like ingredients for creatine or one of the compounds that like make like the yeah creatine in like in total. But that's all I know about it. Okay, well, I'll just bring that up because I thought you might know, but. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I feel bulked up. I can't see it with a shirt on, but uh-huh. I, um, I've always been that way. My, my body's built, not my arms. I need to, like, get my arms filled out still. I'm still I'm working on that. I've been doing a lot of arms instead of chest. Way too focused on chest in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said you always only, like, only benched. Well, right? no, I didn't only bench, but I did way – I did my workout when I first started early high school – I've always kind of just switched up, but when I started, it was like 70% chest because I had no chest at all. And I was, I felt when I had a no shirt on, it looked really bad with like having a really tiny chest because your chest really is like the best looking thing without a shirt on. Yeah, true, true. So I, I just started working on my chest a lot. And uh, now I, my chest is unproportionally big to my body. It's not, hey, nothing and, wrong with and that. And now my upper body is getting unproportionally big to my legs, so I'm like, I have to start working on my legs. Well, if you work out legs, actually, somehow it helps your whole body. Yeah, because all right? your testosterone's in your legs. That's right? why I've heard it releases. That's wild. So if you do squats or you're doing leg presses every day, every other day, it's going to release testosterone in your body, make you bigger overall, like a tree trunk, instead of just being a skinny guy with, you know. So I'm getting on the leg thing. There you go. There and that go. way, I can go to the gym every day, not every other day. Yeah, true. That true. way I can have leg day, or I can do leg and back, and then I can do arms and core, or I could do, you know, arms and back, and then leg and core, something like that. I overlook the legs a lot more than I should, because I, I, I... You have, you played soccer. Yeah, true. Your I, legs are big because of soccer. And I always had bigger legs. Like, I was always, like, one of the, like, I, I would say on my on my senior soccer team, I was definitely had the biggest legs on the team. Yeah, you got a big trunk under you, man. You, you really yeah. do. Uh, me, I've always had skinny legs, but like they're toned. It's weird. Like, if I stick my leg out and like flex it, I mean, you probably have the uh-huh. same thing because. But I know a lot of my friends will stick out their leg and flex it. You can't. I can see every muscle in my leg. You know what I mean on the top. Right, right. I don't know what the top of your leg is. What's this? Quad. The quad. So. <laughs> I mean, no judgment. But no I can judgment. see. I can see like a lot of muscles in it. I, I probably just some skinny, but I, you can really see it. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Probably just low body fat. Probably. That's what you you have like no body fat. No, right? just naturally. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. Well, that's a curse. 
I'm skinny. But you can just gain muscle, and then it's a blessing. True. So it's all, it's all good. It's I would good. I would like to have a little bit more of a like a natural build to build off of, you know, to be kind of almost pudgy and then work out and then get huge. Ooh. But for ooh. me, I have to like drink mass gainer and creatine and this shit to just try to gain some weight. And I have to work just to gain weight. Right. Most people are like, oh my God, I ate so much this weekend and I'm going to gain weight. I'm like, I ate so much this weekend. I'm so happy. I'm going maybe going to gain an ounce. Yeah, right, yeah. So I got to push. Well, I will say, I, I know two guys, they're twins. And uh, I actually played high school soccer with them. Ripped. Like, huge. Like, two of the biggest guys I know. No body fat on they them. They work out? Yes. Like, okay. like huge There's into some lifting. people who don't work out, and they're still ripped. That's yeah, weird. True, but, true. but I was just wondering. Those people make no sense to me. Well, go on. God bless them, though. Uh, oh, what, what? Oh, so these, these people, they were always, like, extremely toned in, uh, like in high school. And then they, they got very, very into lifting. So now they just look like exceptional because they put all the, the the mass on there, but they kept all the fat off. So if you just like put in the work for a few years, then you'll be perfect. It's kind of what I'm I'm thinking. I've seen I've seen a couple of my friends. One of my friends, Mason, he uh, got he just kind of he was kind of a normally built kid. I want to I don't want to say pudgy, but like he was. Um, Normal. I, I don't know. He wasn't skinny. He wasn't fat. But he was just kind of normally built. He was a soccer player in high school. He, he had an athletic build, but he wasn't like jacked. And then one day he decided, I guess one day it was just it was a weird period of time. He all of a sudden decided I'm going to start working out and going crazy. Mm. And he did it for like two years straight. And now he's just. I mean, he got big in like a year. Good for him. Wow. He got big. You really, if you just like, focus he hit in the on gym working out, and he hit it hard. Really? I mean, every day guy. He was like five days a week and taking all kinds of shit. And then he got himself from normally built. He's a normal guy. He's not big. He's not skinny. He's just normal. Good and for then him. Two. He's a big guy. Wow. Good for him. Within a year. And I was like, that's when I saw that. I'm like, you know what? I can probably do that too. Even if I don't do it in a year, why don't I do it in two or three? True. Just go a little True. bit slower and try to just mass gain. So that that I was doing boxing for a while, and now my thing is that that came. I, here's what I think about boxing. I think I did that out of a place of anger in a way, a little bit. Okay. You know, I was in kind of a bad place when I started it, and uh, it was really good for me. It taught teach you a lot of discipline. And it really does. It's, it's really cool, but it's really just uh, I brought I. No, I didn't quite break my hand. I sprained my hand really bad. And but how so? Boxing. Oh, really? Really? Just hitting the hard bag. Just hitting the heavy bag. Yeah, because I was going. I was. Uh, I well, was you're right-handed, right? I'm left-handed. I'm. Oh, I'm right. oh so no, is no, your so, backhand? No, no. I, I'm not left-handed. I'm right-handed. I'm right-handed. So is your jab? It was my jab. Hand. It was my left hand. That's what I meant to say. My left hand is the one that got sprained. I thought it was broke. Uh -huh. Could have swore it was broke. It wasn't. It was just sprained really bad. So that's really the same thing as break. Uh huh. So it took like. Do you have them tied up? Eight weeks. Tied up. Yeah, I, have, on, I have wraps, gloves. Everything was right. Wow. Everything was right. Uh, my favorite bag at the gym was the heaviest bag. Okay. Only because it wouldn't move around on me so much. So if you're hitting a light bag, it just seems to jump. It, not the same. It does. It just jumps around and swings around. And it's good. No, it is movement down. Yeah. But when you're hitting it, I would always. Oh, hit it's heavy, annoying stopping. I hit the 160 pound bag, which is a really heavy bag, and it wouldn't really. It would move, but it wasn't like you're swinging it around. Oh, you hit that thing so one time when, wrong. And when you're boxing, you would think I'd break my right hand because uh -huh. I'm a right-handed guy. But you're hitting with the jab so much, and you're, True. and the left hook, if you don't throw it right, you can kind of mess up things. If you don't go straight across, right. it's definitely going at angle, and it can. So yeah, I sprained my hand, and that's right when I started UPS in January. So I was looking at getting a fight in February, 
Then I spray in the hand. Oh, you were actually looking to fight. Yeah, I was totally looking to fight. No way. Totally. Uh, my, my coach was looking for a fight. And, Dude, good for you. I didn't know that. And he had a date picked, but then I sprained my hand. I did not know that. And wow. then I started working at UPS at the same time, which is a... I started as a loader, but then I went to a manager. But um, when I started that job, and we'll just go on to that job from there. Uh-huh. Um, when I started the job, I, so the training, the gym was open from 5.30 to about 8, Monday through Thursday. Okay. And I worked... Like nine thirty to late at night, um, you know, early in the morning, three thirty oh, wow. as a loader. So I didn't want to go straight from boxing training to a long shift. To a long shift, yeah. And I sprained my hand, and then I just kind of got I fizzled out of it. Okay. So, and I also think I kind kind of came at it as a place of anger. I just wanted to be a tough guy, but then I realized boxing doesn't even do that. I wasn't like more of a, I, I mean, I was a little. I knew how to fight better a little bit. But it really wasn't... I bet you're a lot more confident than you were. Yeah, it was just... I just I don't know what I was thinking, but I, I still love it, and I still would like to train uh-huh. here and there. And my trainer, me and him, have talked about that. Uh, it, and we're going to start doing that here and there on the, this summer. Like, once every week or so, once every two weeks. That's, that's like, a good amount. That's it a good became amount. a chore. And I, did, uh, okay. I always liked it because it was fun, you know? I liked doing I like sparring and stuff, but then it started to become kind of a drag. And the break in the hand just kind of made it like... Dude, if I break my hand, I can't work, and yeah, it, you know, you know what I'm saying. So after that, I just never really got back into it. It's good. It's good release for anger too. It was, it's but really I didn't even think of it like that. I just, it really was. But I wasn't angry when I boxed. I was trying to be good, but I wasn't mad at anybody. I wasn't mad at. I don't know. It, boxing's weird. Sparring's weird. Everything's weird about it. Uh, fighting's. Intense. That's funny you say that because I kind of got into like also, martial arts for like an angry aspect as well. Jiu-jitsu, which is not as violent. The boxing, you got to spar people. You're getting punched in the face. Like mm. people are bleeding and everybody's, you know. I never sparred in boxing. That's, that'd be intense, yeah. It's intense as fuck. And it's, it's. I don't really have much interest in doing that personally. And brain damage and all this. I See, I wasn't really thinking about that that much, but. I was ready to fight when it when it came up. I was pushing for it, and then the hand thing happened, unfortunately. But uh, stuff happens. But yeah, that was the boxing thing. I still want to train, though. I still want to do it, but I don't want to fight. And another aspect why I didn't like it, I was trying to put on weight, and all boxing mm. did was make me have to cut. So I was going to fight at 152. Yeah, so true. I, I had to I had to run all the time. No lifting weights. You don't lift weight as a boxer. Right. Boxers don't lift weights. They they work out at the gym. You're doing. Um, you know, ab workouts. You're, you're doing a, maybe some push-ups, some burpees, um, and then you're you're sparring and hitting backs. It's a really good workout. But great. yeah, yeah, good point. It'll you're not getting any bigger. If you're somebody who's kind of out of shape, it'll put you in great shape. But oh, absolutely, I was trying to gain weight, and this only so I'm at 165 now. I was sitting at about 154 when I was boxing. Oh wow! Yeah, the whole time, and that happened until. You know, February when I completely quit. I came back. Yeah, that's a lot of dissonance. I came back into my broken hand and had, I think I sparred once and I had one session. You got two goals and they're kind of contradicting each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's where that went. I, I love. I did like it a lot and it, it taught me a lot and I learned a lot, punching wise. Because I, I wasn't a great. I, I'm still not a great fighter, but before that I was on the lower end of the spectrum at, at like a two. 
and now I'm at more like a five or a six. Yeah, yeah, ten, totally. You know, so I can hold my own now. I'm not a badass. Just out of curiosity, did you, whenever you like started, were you like honest with yourself and like, like if I were to get in a fight right now, like I would get my ass kicked. Like, like did you, were you able to accept no. that you? No, I really, thought I was a badass. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I had an ego trip with. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you went in there like, like. No, I didn't go into the gym thinking that. I was humble in the gym. Okay. When I spar people, because that's reality. You're about to spar him, so yeah, true. It's not really you're you're not a hard ass, and it's conditioning is is a huge part of it. Uh, you can be a hard ass all you want, but if you can't go more than a minute and a half, what the hell are you gonna do in three rounds? Right. And if you're tired, you're fucked. Not in sparring, because the sparring partner is not gonna whoop your ass. But if you get in a fight, you get tired. You're gonna get knocked uh, the fuck out, yeah. dude. And I've seen it, so I was like, oh, I better get in shape. So I was when I quit, I was about in two round shape. And uh, third was not going to happen, but at the end of it, when I was done. But, um, yeah, it's never panned out, unfortunately, because we talked about that last time. So maybe I wanted to to touch on that. Maybe fortunately, yeah. Yeah, because I I like working out more because I can go to the gym. Uh, I can either stay, I can stay 35 minutes and go really hard at the gym. Uh Or I can stay for an hour and a half and take my time and do what I want to do. Depends what kind of mood I'm in. Sometimes true, true. I'm usually a late night gym guy. I go at like past eleven. So you get to go like and do it on your own schedule. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's one aspect of the gym I always like. And too. I don't get to wait on a machine. No benches are taken up. No machines are taken up. No weights are taken up. I can go work out, and there's no distractions. Or you don't have to wait on like somebody to spar with or somebody like do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And there's no skip. Well, this thing of boxing, the gym was open Monday to Thursday, five thirty to like around eight. So that's your timeline. And during big tournaments, they have Golden Gloves and some other you know matches that were coming up that people would be fighting in. So they'd open the gym on like a random Saturday or Friday to help those guys train. You can come if you want. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a closed schedule, so you have to make it there during that time frame. And my job at the time didn't really permit. And then I broke, or not broke my hand, sprained my hand. And uh, yeah, so that was the end of that. But I do miss it, and I do like it. Man, maybe it worked out for the best. Possibly. You want me to hit you with a topic? Uh, you're up. Bam! Is it better to be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond? Big fish in a small pond. Why's that? That's kind of the question when it comes down to would you rather go to a big college or a small college? I'd rather, uh, well, I did the big college thing. So you'd rather be a small small fish in a big pond? I'd rather be a big fish in a small pond. Really? Why's that? Uh, would you rather would you rather be a small fish in a big pond? Uh, can can the small fish grow? It just sounds like you're a small. Yeah, yeah. Fish. You, you always have potential to grow. Okay, I'm well, assuming that. I wouldn't mind starting out as a small fish, but if I knew I could grow, maybe. Okay, but, okay. But you're kind of putting it out there like. <laughs> to me, you sound, a big fish sounds better. So then that I don't know. And also, like, how small is the pond, too? Like, yeah, know, this like, is a... How many people? Yeah. Oh, your question, Jordan. These are your topics? Hey, my last name's Fisher. You're so hilarious. Right. You're hilarious, these topics. Well, well I, I would say... No, I would say, me at least, I would rather be a small fish in a big pond because, like you said, like, you always have potential to grow and become, like, a, like an improved person and improve in your, like, circumstances and you have a plethora of, like, options of people that, like, actually hang out with. So, like, I, I don't know. I've gone to small schools, and they suck. They suck. Like, really? having so few options, I, I don't they th- suck. Stop thinking about it at school. Okay, like, let's That's just say, let's just say, like, would you rather, let's let's say a company, I don't know, uh, 
where you're working with 20 people and you're like the top guy there like would you rather be like like top live in there. this you you'd rather live in this almost fantasy land that whenever you're in this world of the office that you're uh the shit yeah yeah okay fair enough Wait, I'd like, rather be the guy making money at the job and doing good at the job, being the man at a small company, uh-huh. rather than being at a big corporation or a firm where you're just nobody. There, I would agree with There's that. There's more too. community in the small. Well, what about moving to a city? Would you rather be like, like, would you? All right, would you rather move to a small town and be like the main guy there, whatever that is? <laughs> I'd like, move to a city. And, or like a big city. See, this is a weird question. This is a weird I, I'm question. I'm switching up. Yeah, same, same. I'd much rather live in a big city than a small town. Because I agree with everything you've said so far. Yeah. yeah. So, I'd rather go to a big school, but I, even at a big school, you can be a big fish in a small pond. All I think... True, about, yeah. What I'm point. thinking of is keeping your group small, keeping your circle small. Mm. So, I'd rather be respected and liked in a small group than be kind of... In a big group, it seems like everybody likes each other, but it's it, there's not really a whole lot of love there. Uh-huh. So I'd rather be in a small group, people love me, rather than be in a big group where there's not a whole lot of love, but they like you. You know? Yeah, true. Part of the friend group, yeah, you're just an Instagram face. You can get oh, swiped out of here in one second. Yeah. So those kind of friends go away. They're very temporary. And the friends that don't are the ones that are the small friend group, which is that's what I'm about. As you get older, I think everybody's like that. Yeah, true, true. How long can it's you more be real. in high school and want to have the big click? I mean, nobody has a huge friend group when they're 30. And even the big click, there's always, like, subsections off of that, you know? I don't have time. Like working. I don't yeah, exactly. I have enough stress in my mind. I do not need to be worrying about my social status amongst a group exactly. of people. Whatsoever. Exactly. So I don't have time for that. I've always tried to make it a point not to worry about that shit whatsoever. It's just a waste of time. I'm with you, dude. I mean, I try my best. Everybody is... I mean, you can try... Everybody tries to do certain things, but you're still kind of drawn to that for whatever reason, I feel like. Uh, the big group, it's kind of fantasizing in a way. But overall, nah. nah. I'm, I'm a small-knit guy. I, as I got older, it's gotten more like that. Time. I wouldn't say antisocial, but I just... No, no, you just value real friendships. I'd rather keep... My people around. Absolutely. Not people who don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, isn't that hard about, uh, like, like your... I, I tweeted this the other day. I tweeted something about this. But, I, like, in your early 20s, like, like the certainty of, like, who who's, like, a real loyal friend at this age, who's actually going to be somebody, like, like uh, sticking around for a while, and then also everybody's kind of scared about where they're going in life, too. That's like, It's kind me. of a weird age we're at. That's the emphasizer is where are you going in life. That's what I stress out about. Uh-huh. I don't really stress about what was the first thing you said? Like like who your real friends are. Yeah, no, I don't really stress out about that. So you have pretty you have a lot of certainty like like who your real homies are and like, Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried about that. Um I don't worry about who my real friends are. The only thing I worry about it's very the twenties, early twenties are stressful because nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, true. Very few. Not everybody. But everybody very, likes to pretend like they know too. It's well, so yeah. I don't like they'll that. pretend, but uh, it, dude, we're all just winging it, really. I yeah. mean, it's not everyone. There's some people who are going out and getting a master's, and they know exactly what job they're going to have. And uh, for example, like Brendan Elbrock or Troy, they know they're going to be, you know, nurses or, or doctors, and uh-huh. they, they have this plan that they're extremely respectable and smart for doing that and following through it. But for a lot of people who haven't had that plan, like I'm, just, I'm a finance major. I still don't know what the hell I'm going to end up doing. Yeah, true. To true. be honest, I don't know. But at least I'm on a track. But I don't know exactly. That's it. That's where I'm at. Honestly. So that's what it bugged me out, especially my when I turned 21. 
things got really weird. I feel like I just feel you hit a block when you're 21, and you feel like you should be more grown up than you are. And 22, 22 might be even worse. You feel like you should be an adult. You know, you're 22 now. Geez, shouldn't you be doing something? No, I'm yeah. still in a mom's house. Yeah, true, true. So that can be stressful for me. I expect too much of myself at 22. Okay, that's fair. Shouldn't I be doing big things at 22? I Probably not, man. And then again, like, whenever you're, like, 30, you might see yourself as, like, a kid now. I am a kid. Yeah. You're a kid. Dude, we're 22. Yeah. We're not we really old. Are. Yeah. Ask a 30-year-old. 40, 50 year old. We don't know shit. Dude, we are babies. Yeah. We're young. We're 22. And I know that sounds old to maybe me. It's not old. It's it's super young. I'm not too worried about the future, though. We're not to the point where people can respect us and have a conversation with us, but we're still 22, man. We haven't done shit. We haven't (laughs) made our lives. We haven't figured out anything. Do you even know how to pay your taxes? Like, not really. Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're babies, man. We have never lived outside of our parents' house or at a, you know, a loan-funded or parent-funded college dorm or apartment or lot. I, I paid for my own apartment. And, okay, and I did. for my own um, house. But besides that, no. Come on. That, you know, doesn't really you count. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, it really doesn't you count. You lived at a university. Yeah. So we're not real life. County counts, doesn't count. Doesn't but we're, regardless, we're like kind of in that transitional phase between like, like leaving the teenage years, like messing around, like having fun and all that, yeah. to like becoming adults, and it's kind of it's very scary at times. It's depressing. Yeah, it is depressing because at your times, party so. life, as you know it, and how fun college was. Well, also just the freedom, the, f- the freedom the of time. That's the the time you have to be able to like do stuff you want. Like yeah, like that's becoming a like more of a commodity. And you can see that it's ending. It's not just that it is ending right uh-huh. now. I can see in the future that it's pretty depressing. Like, when I was in high school, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to college next. That's going to be crazy, right? And then right. once I left college, or I'm still in it, but I'm not at Missouri State, and I'm not do- living the college life. My mom's, I'm working, right. and I'm going to UMSL. But I don't have that, like, ooh, what's next? Ooh, my next chapter looks nuts. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like, my next chapter is get a job and get a fucking house. <laughs> True, yeah. So that's depressing, but it's also nice and comforting to know that I hopefully will be successful and just be able to... My goal in life is just get a nice house, get a wife and have kids and be normal. That's, there you go. There that's you go. really all I want. I don't even know if I want a wife, but I, I hopefully I find somebody someday that would work for that. Marriage is scary. Yeah, that's another topic. Girlfriends yeah. are scary enough, and then you got to marry the girlfriend. I get really scared. I'm down for that's, it. I, that's all I've ever wanted, but I'm also the most scared of that. Don't you think if you find the right girl, it'd be less scary though? Yeah, I, well, I'm a sucker for love, so I just fall into it and propose really fast. Not really fast, but I, I always said I'd wait at least three years to propose uh, to a girl from when we met or dated. Uh, but I could see myself getting caught up and doing it in like a year and a half or two. Yeah, that's, that's a scary thought. Because I could fall in love really hard, and that would be scary, because I've already seen how divorce can be really bad. So the girl I want to marry, I don't want to ever get divorced from, and I hope it would never come to that, because I've seen divorce ruin guys' and girls' lives, my mom and my dad included. So, yeah, that scares me. I, I wish there was a way to... I don't... Like, like, why can't you, like, make the commitment... And without the label and without the legality at, at cost, you know? know? Like, why can't we just, like, like if we decide to separate, if we decide, like, this isn't working out for both of us, why can't we just, like, mutually agree, like, hey, I'm not going to be a shitty person here. I'm not going to let my, like, 
emotions get the best of me. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm trying to. I'm talking rationally right now. If I was actually thrown in that situation, sure. it'd probably be a lot worse and yeah. like a lot more emotional. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like why? Like, why do we need to get the law involved? I've never understood that. This is the government is part of marriage, so it's the government's involved. But do you think a prenup? It's, a, it's a legal matter. I mean, uh, getting married is a business decision. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it is. It's a business decision. So you, you really got to think you're going to buy a house with this person and their name as well and have children with this person and their name as well. It's an investment. <laughs> and uh, if, if anything ever happens, usually the man is on the back burner and we get screwed. That's what's scary. So the money, I mean, if you have a good job and if you're, you know, it, it, the, usually the wife's going to get the kids and then you're going to have to pay child support and yeah the whole thing is just really like it really and this is how my family is we've gone through divorce and I see it and I've seen all kinds of my friends have parents get divorced and everybody I know so it really it's just it's scary I don't want to do that it's a lose-lose for both ah yeah it is lose-lose for both except for divorce rates are going up soon it can be a lose it can be a lose win it can be a lose win if okay yeah Whoever's making more money, and it's usually the guy, just not even being sexist. Usually the guy is the breadwinner. But you, I've seen some things on online with celebrities where the woman is making way more money, and the guy gets a divorce, and the woman gets a taste of her own medicine because mm. they get screwed over just like the guy. So pretty much whoever gets screwed is the provider. The provider. Whoever's making more money because when you're married, you're considered to be making that money together. Right. So even if the you know the woman or the man isn't doing shit, they're laying at home all day. If you're making that money, they're part of it. Wow. So they're compensated. For yeah, it. like I'm totally cool with that. Like, like anything they make while you're married, if they're making, it's like a mutual fund. Yeah. You meet somebody when they're not famous yet. As a let's just throw out a comedian. You meet him when he's working local clubs and he's making thirty thousand dollars a year. Um, he gets rich and famous, and you guys are happy, and you get married, and he starts making a ton of money. You're compensated. All that money he made when you guys were married, that's half your money, right. pretty much. You know, that's kind of how it works. So. Yeah, uh, if you do get married, don't make any money. <laughs> well, like, if I get married, like, I, honestly, I I say this all the time. With to, prenup. My, I really do think a prenup is what I need. I would. Again, for 22, I don't know what the hell I'm talking is, about right now, but. What if you get married and you're not making a whole lot of money? You don't do the prenup, and then you go on with the marriage for 10 years, and uh-huh. you're making a lot of money. At the end of the ten years, yeah, like you commit, you commit to something, and then you're completely different circumstances by the time that it's that over. Yeah, but they're compensated for everything in between. So it's just, I don't it's know. It's a weird system. Prenup, I, I think a prenup is good, but in order to do the prenup, you have to already be wealthy. I think you already. Why, why can't you make that decision? How can with you the, justify it when you're broke and be like, "Oh, baby, I'm broke. You're broke. Let's get a prenup for me." But like, so if you're rich already and you meet a woman, you already have, let's say you're worth, I don't know, you already bought a house, paid it off, and you have $300,000 in the bank. Okay, get a prenup. This, this would be my, my, my decision. I, I'm confident about like where I'll end up in the future, and I'm confident that I, I don't think I'll ever really have to worry about like money too much. right? I, I, think, I think there'll be times where I'll struggle. Why is that? What, what do you want to do, actually? I don't know. That's the thing. I just, I just, I just really believe in myself. Honestly, that's, awesome. that's just that, what it is. Like, that's how I should be. I just, I just don't think I'm gonna end up in poor circumstances. I don't think I'm gonna be poor. I don't. I, I think I'll figure. Something I don't know out. if I'm gonna be middle class or rich. Right. That's. I'm in between being a fifty thousand dollar a year guy or 
a lot of money guy. I don't, and a lot of money, I mean by hun, you know hundreds of thousands. I could be anywhere in between. So I could make fifty thousand. I could make a hundred thousand. I could make three hundred thousand. But it just depends on what I do here. Yeah, and like, who knows how who I knows. act and who I meet and all that. But regardless, though, like like I just don't want to be vulnerable financially speaking. Like in any oh. situation, like like let's say I were to end up making a lot of money, or even if it's just a moderate amount, like I don't want to be vulnerable. And I really, I think ethically, I'm a pretty ethically sound person to where I wouldn't be like terrible to that person just because like whatever happened. Like even if they did like cheat on me or something, like I don't really think I'd just be like terrible to them. But then it's also like a like a trust thing. Would you dump them? What do you mean by that? They cheated on you. They. I mean, we, I would assume we get a divorce, but, like, why does money need to be played into that? Like, Oh, well, well, yeah, money. See, you're talking on another. Okay, we're still talking about money. Yeah, of course. Right. Uh, I don't know. So what if you married somebody, and you're married for five years, and they cheat on you? And then they get half your money? What the hell is that? Yeah, they do. What is that? That's the law. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's the law. That's You can't prove someone was cheating, and they don't, the judges don't care. Right. So... Like, like, why, why can you not just have a mutual understanding? I don't you can, know. I you guess can, Jordan, you can just have a girlfriend. But I, you like, can just I, not get married. You know Bill Burr, right? Bill Burr uh, dated his girlfriend like thirteen years before they got married. Really? And he wait, and, and I'm sure he had a prenup. I'm wow. Sure, he had a prenup, and he, he just was. Well, she was his girlfriend from the time he was like thirty-seven to fifty, oh, and wow. then they locked it up and had a kid. But I think he waited long enough and stuck with that stage to know she wasn't going to bail out. You know, right. so I believe in having a girlfriend for a long time, but the problem with that is, is that girls want to get married, and if you pull that shit long enough to where you're just not going to marry them and just stick with them and be their boyfriend, they might leave and cheat because they want to get married. Right. Girls want to get married. Guys, not so much, but girls, they want to lock you down because that's the nature right. of it. It makes yeah, sense. it's a lot more. I want to get married too, but uh, they, they want to lock us down. Not, we want to lock them down too, but I don't know. Generally speaking, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Weird thing. This like, is a really, yeah, this, this is a really. This, this went off the rails. It, it really I, did. I this really got we, off topic. Oh, we had topics. And shit, I was talking about I'm, messy I'm tacos, about <laughs> hot sauce, and wrap. These are my topics: messy tacos, hot sauce, and wrap. And now we're talking about marriage. <laughs> I'm, I'm like concerned over here, man. I'm getting some anxiety that my wife is going to cheat on me. She and I'm making twenty million dollars, and she gets ten of it, like because she cheated. Like, I'm dude, just, she might get more than ten. She got kids. Oh my goodness! Stop! Dude, stop! She's gonna get more than ten. <laughs> if you're a, if you have twenty million, dude, she's gonna get ten and then charge you twenty thousand a month That's for child support. Just scares me. Have you seen those rappers? I've seen some rappers' bills for child support, and it is just crazy mm. what some of these girls can get out of some of these rappers. Well, this is what I'm thinking. Like, it's not that I don't trust the person that I decide to like spend the rest of my life with, or like thinking I'm spending the rest of my life with them, right? It's more that I don't trust people. I've seen what people turn into when they go through a breakup, and I don't want to deal with that side of anybody anybody because they don't give a fuck about all the positive experiences you had with them like people get nasty after breakups there, because emo- negative emotions oh, are yeah. high at stake i know everybody like exactly like like that's what scares me and to think that somebody is in a that, war. it really does and somebody's in that state of mind trying to do everything they can to tear you down when you've gone through have a- and you have kids 
and you have kids, and you wow, it gets nasty. You are financially at like vulnerable. That is so scary to me. Together, you have a house in the same name, and then somebody cheats. Oh my god, how nasty that gets! It's so nasty. Uh, And you've seen it firsthand. Wow. Anyway, do you think Messi's great? I think Messi. I think Messi and Ronaldo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to get off. Dude, that's awesome. You brought this up because uh, I've never had the debate of Messi and Ronaldo on this podcast and I actually wanted to for my last podcast but we ended up talking about perception I don't know if I'm your guy on this one that's fine but we can I want to hear you talk but what I've been reading on the media is that Messi well from what I understand I know nothing about soccer I know they're both great professionally on their own teams but it seems like Ronaldo excels in the world games you know with, with the world cup and representing his country and Messi seems to choke yep that's kind of his. That's like his um, aura is what people are talking about. You know, Messi's a choke artist for his country. When he gets in the big stage in the World Cup, it seems like he's choking. And this year is another example. I guess they won today, but they barely won. And they almost lost against uh, Nigeria. Yep. They, yeah, they they won two to one. Thank God, Messi scored that goal. Oh, he had a great. That touch. was sick. Great touch. Off the knee, on the leg, straight forward. Oh, oh that, that was beautiful. I'm not right a soccer foot. player, but that was that was coordinated. I was like, damn, how do you do? I could never be as coordinated as that dude to be able to bounce off my knee, on the pass in the air. On a run, on a sprint. on the run, full sprint, off the knee, and then touch it with the foot, push it forward, and then nail a snipe. That was beautiful. It was, it was. But Ronaldo has some beautiful goals as well yep. this World Cup. And I, Twitter is the only reason I see anything. You're totally right, though. Messi definitely chokes. He's known for choking, but and you ESPN have to, was rant. Oh, I'm sorry, okay. I cut you off. Go on. Well, buddy. You have to take into consideration, at least my opinion is like the cards they got dealt with their countries because they they don't ultimately get to choose who they like get to play with. They don't choose where they were born. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, pretty <laughs> of course much, not. Pretty much, yeah. Of course they don't get to choose where they're born. So they they kind of just get whoever they get. And honestly, I think Messi's. Uh, I don't know. Met, Met Argentina is probably better than Portugal. Really? Are they struggling? I, I don't Argentina has a crazy good attack, but the rest of their team is probably worse than Portugal. But their attackers are top notch. I mean they got Sergio Aguero, they got uh Dybala, plus they have Higuain. So I mean regardless, those are all like world class those are world class names. Versus Ronaldo has like two dudes who are like he has a center back and then he has uh two other guys who are pretty decent. And how's his team doing? I honestly I think they're winning but he's a better leader I think than Messi is because it seems it might be a personality type. But Messi the argument that's always made against Messi is that he has lesser players playing with him on Argentina and whenever he plays on Barcelona where is he's where he's played his entire life he has had he's been surrounded by some of the greatest players of all time. Mm. So since he's had these awesome players, people say that he's unable and incapable of playing of leading a at, team yeah. to a championship instead of just I get what you're saying. Uh, it's yeah. Um, almost like LeBron right now. Yeah, similarly. Yeah. I, I can I well not completely, but there's parallels to draw. He kind of failed as a leader this year, I believe. Really? And I, I follow the NBA. I watch some games that are on TNT or ESPN. Um, I got him to the finals, but, though. Yeah, but do you know how many problems there were in the regular season with LeBron and his team? I mean, they traded away, like, the whole fucking team midseason. Like, really? The whole fucking team around LeBron. They changed everyone right before the playoffs. Why? Because they were sucking. And they had no chemistry, and they were arguing amongst the players – and uh, Isaiah Thomas joined over at Cleveland, 
he didn't fit at all, and then it just went sour. And they, they traded away like like five of their top guys. I didn't know that. And just exchanged with other teams. Is Kyrie still on there? No, dude. Kyrie's been way. Kyrie, what? He didn't even play on them this season. He was in the Celtics. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't follow basketball super tight. Uh, wow, I, I did not I'm know just that. an ESPN guy, so I follow shit like little clips and stuff uh, on Twitter, and then I'll watch a game here and there on ESPN or TNT. That's only because we don't have local basketball. Mm-hmm. So I can only watch it on ESPN or TNT. Those are the two networks that show basketball. What is that? I just write down topics so that I can think of them later. Gotcha. But, but uh, yeah, so that that's messy, and I guess he's kind of – that's what I read on ESPN, too. They're just kind of saying he doesn't enjoy the spotlight spotlight. Like Ronaldo does, yeah. He's not yeah. as he's not embracing the World Cup the way Ronaldo. He's almost kind of hesitant. He seems like a total introvert. Yeah, that's he, what I've always picked up on. I think he Messi. is. Yeah, it's it, apparently he lives in like a very small house. This is what somebody was telling me the other day. Whenever I like was before I went out to this EDM concert, so I don't know how reliable my sources. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> but apparently uh, Messi lives in a very like small house. And uh, I guess in Barcelona, and then he'll like put his hood up and like walk his dog and stuff. But like he does not want to be known. Well, he's a world star. Yeah, there has to be a lot of pressure. I mean, he's one of the most famous people in the world. He has like 90 million followers or something like that on Instagram. And he also doesn't he have a slight form of autism or something? I've never heard that before. I've heard that. Really? Yeah. Messi has some slight form of autism. Really? Which is why apparently he's so great at soccer. Which is what I, this is what I've heard, and you, I'm surprised you haven't. You've never heard that. I've never heard that before. Wow. I'm, well, I'm gonna be uh, young Jamie here and Google this. Young Jamie and uh, see, because I'm young pretty, Jamie. Messi, I'm pretty sure has autism. Wow, that is like really surprising. Yep. Really? Yeah, he's diagnosed with uh, uh, Asperger's at age eight. Really? Not autism, Asperger's. I'm sorry. No way. And what that can do, a lot of people with Asperger's are really smart, but they're they're socially not so good. Okay, okay. They're really good at certain things, so they can get focused in on one thing and kind of master it. So, yeah, Messi has Asperger's. So he's, he's bait. What? Yeah. What? I told you, man. How did you not know this? I've never heard this before. I knew this, and I don't even follow soccer. And I Googled it, and it popped right up. Wow. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Wow. That makes a lot more sense. And this though. one says Messi is autistic on Quora. Well, yeah, he is some kind of... Oh, he's autistic, but Asperger's is a type of autistic known as a mild form of autism. Okay. There we go. I said he had mild autism. That's wow. what I, Yeah, it's Asperger's. So he's not fully... I don't want to say fully there, but he's... um. He's no, different. he's socially. He's socially. different. He's different. Absolutely. So, Which has led to I, his success. His success, his success and downfall in some ways, maybe right. because he's not so social. He doesn't. He doesn't feel comfortable at the World Cup. I would imagine because it's not his team. It's not his place. It's in a different country. He's in the world stage. You know, there's a lot of pressure with that. True. So the I mean, I he stayed at Barcelona since he was like, like around age eight. Like he was a very young. And he's age. still there. Is that right? Yeah. So like he, he grew up in their academy system. He's just obsessed with that, and he's comfortable as hell in their stadium, comfortable as hell with their fans, and when he gets out of it, he might kind of freeze up. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And it probably has something to do with his mental illness a little bit. Dude, this is like the most surprising thing. I've never heard this. Yeah. Never heard this. Yeah. 
So that's probably why he's not wow. so cocky and like a douche on the field like Ronaldo, uh-huh. ripping off his shirt after a goal. You know, I don't think Messi's that guy. So wow, it kind of makes sense. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and it makes sense why he's so good at what he does because he, he really does have this like this very unseen like ability to just focus in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, his dribbling abilities and passing abilities are just out of this out world. Of the world. Like, I think he's the best dribbler this world has uh-huh. ever seen. Like, is it, is it, what, what, where's the struggle? Is it the shooting? Why is he not scoring? He's a great shooter, too. Why is he not scoring like crazy in the World Cup like Ronaldo is? He's probably just not working cohesively with his team as well. True. That's, so that's a tough situation because, uh, you know, any teams like this, I played team sports growing up all the time, and if you're not around your team... And you go, so let's say you're a great player on one team and you throw yourself out in front of a whole new bunch of guys, things change. Absolutely. Especially in a passing sport, you know, hockey, soccer, basketball, things that are cohesive, not just baseball, where you're playing your position and you do that. Uh-huh. that that's a little different. But hockey and soccer, basketball, things that flow. That's different. The team chemistry really matters. That's a good point. Like, Messi might have scored. I'm not saying he did or didn't, but he might have scored 10 goals the exact same way. With his team. Yeah. With like, his like, team. With, like, literally the same players. Like, a 1-2, give and go, uh, and then he takes a shot. Like, like he might be scoring the exact same way. Mm-hmm. And it just works because it's so simple and so successful. And he's, yeah. he's so good at it. But... That's a good point. And well, more because he's comfortable with his team. And he plays at Barcelona's known for having a very, like, very distinct, like, uh, system that they run called, like, Tiki Taka. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, it's like basically being able to work the ball and, like, pass around, like, significantly well. So he's so used to, like, that form of soccer mm-hmm. that I think whenever he goes and plays for Argentina... The whole philosophy is off. Everything about it, yeah. That where he's, he's he, Like, he, he thrives in that environment already, and then he goes over and plays for Argentina, and they don't play the same style. And he's had so, history. It might kind of haunt him as having a a bad history at the World Cup. True, true. Like that it probably does haunt him. Like, that honestly. isn't in his head. He's not like, oh, I've sucked here. Come on, do something. And then that creates more stress and, and you know, bad play. Joe. Yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say about Messi. That, that that's, that's wild. Yeah, and that, that, that's pretty wild. I'm glad I brought Messi up. That was a weird topic that I figured you could speak about, which you did. So, sweetness. Yeah, I'm happy you brought that up, too. What do you think about tacos? Mind-blowing. Tacos? They're the best food on the planet. That's actually, I was going to say. They're my number one food on the planet. Or fajitas, fajitas, tacos. I was after work yesterday. I just just craving. I was just craving some J Box tacos. So that's what I got. Man, that's trash. You gotta go get some real tacos. Like where? Like real authentic Mexican? There's a place. My favorite tacos in the world. And my mom buys the meat, cheese, sauce, and shells, and she brings it home from Illinois. Oh. And uh, we, that's my favorite taco place on the planet. It's called Chuck Wagon. It's in Illinois. I think they have two locations in Illinois. Okay. Dude, the best tacos you ever had in your life. Wow. You, I got to take you some time. Chuck, Chuck Tacos? Chuck, Chuck Wagon. It's called C-H-U-C-K Wagon. Do they only sell tacos? Or? Chuck Wagon. I, I haven't been there in so long. When I was a kid, all I ate was tacos. But now, the only time I eat there now is my mom. They go there and they sell the meat, the meat in bulk. All you have to do is throw it on a, a pan and warm it up. And uh, the cheese, their sauce, and their, their uh, shells as well. So you can make them there. Wow. So wow. I just make my own Chuck Wagon tacos upstairs. And my, my family lives in Illinois, and my mom's there once every couple weeks, and she goes and picks it up on the way home every time. Oh, that's awesome. And Ski, if you've heard of that. Ski's no. a soda from Illinois, too, that they have there. It's, like, fucking amazing. 
It's like Mountain Dew on steroids. I've had Mountain Dew before. I hope so. I've, a few times. Not too much. You're not a soda drinker. I've probably had like 30, 40 sodas my entire life. That's fucked up, dude. That's weird. I, I think I did. Okay, so <laughs> it's, it's similar to Mountain Dew, you said. So it's like an enhanced version of Mountain Dew, basically. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's like Mountain Dew and orange soda combined. Oh, That's wow. the closest thing I can wow. imagine to it combining. Okay, does it still like kill sperm count or? I have maybe no. it's, since it's better, it kills more what sperm. Is, probably what kills sperm? Apparently, Mountain Dew kills sperm. Well, apparently, like semen counts like lower. I never got anybody pregnant. I know why now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. Shooting blank shots. Yeah, baby. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's my. Uh, Oh, like, why can't I? That's my birth control. I just chug a Mountain Dew right before. Chug a Mountain Dew, we're cool. We're all dogging. <laughs> what do you mean? I drink a Mountain Dew. That's what I mean. I don't think that'll work, man. I don't think that'll work. I think it will. <laughs> Have you seen the ads online? <laughs> That's funny. It's your turn, bitch. It is my turn. Uh, what's your favorite hobby you've ever tried? Tennis. I thought you were going to blow that cloud and say vaping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, tennis. tennis. Okay, okay. Uh, it's fun. It's a one-on-one sport. I don't know. It, I can't really explain it. I really like tennis. Playing tennis. Do you like the aspect of one-on-one sports in comparison yes. to really? Way better. It's all you. I decided, you have, I, that's why I like boxing and I like tennis. Those are my two favorites so far. Baseball is probably my baseball not probably, is my favorite sport to watch. Okay. And, I, and I grew up playing baseball, so I always have a place in my heart for baseball. But tennis and uh, boxing or one on one, I like they're, they're enjoyable. Okay. Tennis especially because you're not getting hurt. Jesus, it's not vicious. But um, tennis is fun. I don't know. It, I can go out there and we can just hang out, do whatever we're doing, and still play tennis. I, I just enjoyed it. I played so much, and it, I got so good so quick, and it never felt like work. It was all fun. Never felt like work. I played with Evan, who was really good. We had a good team. We won. That's a great feel. We won districts. We almost won sectionals the both, the both years I was on, and uh, I got so good so quick. My body type is kind of good for it. Okay. I'm kind of skinny and lanky, and the, and the way I was quick on my feet was just really good for tennis, and I had a my swing kind of translated for Are you baseball. good, like, side to side? What does that mean? Like side to side, like are you pretty agile? Super agile with that. Really? Uh, my backhand swing was kind of off, but my forehand was amazing because of all the years of baseball, hockey, everything else. Oh yeah. The turn from the right side with my right hand. My my forehand was my whole shot, and the backhand was more of a get it get it back and make sure it's not high up and you know get a little spin on it. Okay. But I got really good really quick, and it, it was really fun. I, I just I didn't feel like work. I just played with Evan Dickerber all the time. So you said. Uh... Yeah, he's been on here. I mean, we, we played, I'm talking like 500 sets in our life. Oh, wow. Like, we we would just go play all the time. That's in the winter, when we didn't have sun, I used to live in an apartment complex when I was 7 to 9, and they had indoor court. It's still cold in there. There's no heat, but it's way warmer than outside. Right. Still get a little bit of the, the building warmth, and it's in an apartment complex, and uh, in, anyway, there's no wind. And during the winter, we would drive out there and act like we lived there. 
oh. and just go play in the indoor courts. And we've still done that somewhat recently in the past year. Oh, so. there you go. So we just go go to Maryland Heights in the same uh, complex, and we just walk in and act like we live there. Dude, isn't that like a cool like aspect of sports? How you can like bond with people so much more. Me and Evan bonded a ton over tennis. Like I feel like people that I play sports with, I'm just like. I don't know. I, I just feel way closer with them. And if they're good and competitive. Yeah, if yeah. If you're able to compete with them, it's so fun to compete. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And especially if it's not... Some of my good friends, I have a hard time competing with because we're just too close. Uh-huh. But uh, me and Evan were disabled. Uh, I don't know. We wouldn't let it go off the tennis court, but on the tennis court, we were trying to beat each other. Because I beat Evan. Evan was better than me, for sure. Oh, really? He won about 60% of the matches we won, I'd say. 60-40. Okay. And he had the two spot on the team. I had uh, the four spot, but the reason I had the four spot is because they stacked the team. I should have had the three spot. Uh, stacking a team is putting a better player in, a, in the four spot that should be in the three, but that way he's going to win every match the four. Okay, okay. Because the kid who was at three was way worse. Right. And she knew that, the coach. But she put me at, and Evan had got fucked like that one year too. He got put back a spot because he would win more matches at, you know, the three spot instead of the two spot. Oh, okay. Because every slot matters. They have the best, one through six. So the coaches will try to fuck with the uh, the pecking order by putting a better player at four instead of three. Yeah, that's Putting a better player at six instead of five. Guess what? We're going to win that six match. Wow, that's a cool aspect of strategy. Win. It's very strategic. And uh, so I'm just going to call it one, two, three. This kid named Matt Dunn was up here. Uh-huh. He was. Uh, he plays D1 college tennis. He's really good. Um, good for him. And he, he won every match this year. And so did I. I won every single match at four in the regular season. I didn't lose, which is good. And I was a second-year player. It was It was almost unheard of. It was actually really – I was really good. And the only reason I was so good is how much I played. And then Evan so, – so we got Matt Dunn way at the top at a 10. Evan's down at a 6. I'm at a 5. That's the difference in our team. And then the rest were kind of down, down the hill from there. But, oh, yeah. It was actually a pretty competitive drop-off from me on the team. And then you get down to five and six, it was kind of... They were much worse than me and Evan. But, um... Fun sport. How'd you get into it? Um, early high school, you know, Evan, I was friends with Evan, and he started, he started playing. I called him gay in the beginning, you know? <laughs> but, uh... Then I met another friend of mine named Irfan, and he played too, and he was just a Oh, I don't want to say it on mic, but yeah, he was uh, ah, fuck it. he was a stunner, and I was a stunner as well. And <laughs> he got me into it, and we would just smoke weed and play in the beginning. Me and my buddy Irfan, he wasn't any good. He was on the JV team, which is not good, but um, he got me into it. And then me and Evan uh, started being really good friends and playing all the time. And how I got better was just playing sets with Evan. There you go. So when you play with somebody at Evan's level who was at a pretty high level, especially compared to me. Um, I got up to his level. Yeah, true. I had true. to because if we're gonna play every day, I gotta be competitive. It didn't start out like you that. You gotta adapt. Yeah. When I first started playing, Evan, the thing is, I always have a competitive chip when I play sports. So like, wasn't the greatest when I first started playing, but I was trying. You know, I had a weird swing with tennis. You have you have to get a, a top spin on the ball. You get your racket low. Uh-huh. From baseball, my swing was always up here and coming straight through the zone instead of starting low and then coming high and twist. Oh, uh, that's an adjustment. And then twist. Yeah, you, you you start low, come high, and twist. And then you get that spin on the ball. And what that does, so you don't you can hit it as hard as you want, but the ball is going to have that spin and drop down on the court. Right. Instead of you hit it flat and you just slap it, it's going to go hit the fence. Right, yeah. So you get that spin and it drops and... 
No, so cool. I, I would assume it takes some time to get that that spin down. Took like, yeah, a little bit. Of oh, time. definitely. To get the slice down. All. My first year, I was on. So it's, there's varsity gold, varsity silver, and the JB. JB uh-huh. is the worst. JB is anybody who comes and doesn't make the team. They're going to be on JB. It, you're not going to get cut. There's no cuts. Right. So I made the first year. I made number eleven. And then I went all the way down to, well, number four. But really, it was number three. I was better than the kid at three. I beat the kid at number three during tryouts. Uh-huh. I was better than him, and my coach knew it. But uh, so I went from, from 11 to three, and that was great. It was, it was fun. I just It's so fun to play. And you wanted to play tennis today, actually, but yeah. it, it rained all day. It's a rainy day in STL. Yeah. I would, I, I'm down at some point this summer. It's so fun. I'll have to learn the rules. Even just putting around. We wouldn't actually play a match. Oh, okay. We would just putt around and, you know. Just get the feel for it. Yeah, because I'm not gonna play a set with you. What would the point? I feel like I would get. I yeah, true. true. <laughs> There'd be no point. I feel like I would understand. Uh, I feel like I would get certain parts of it better because I'm pretty decent at, at ping pong, so I'd understand mm. like the uh, like I I big get, difference, man. Oh yeah, I understand that, but I'm saying like I understand how you have to get like the top spin and all that. But I think it'd be fun to pick up. I'd be down to try. You, you wouldn't want to try to put top spin on the ball. Somebody who's as new as you. Uh-huh. Like, if you're just going to play at the park and you don't want to actually pursue tennis, uh-huh. you don't want to learn how to put topspin on it, really. So it's, it's like, takes some time to really learn. It takes a learn. lot of time. Really? To okay. get the topspin down. For sure. When I first started, the, I was good because of my baseball swing, and I kind of, I was quick. Uh-huh. I was able to get the ball back. But the topspin comes later, once you already know tennis. Okay. Then you start working on the right stroke and, and things like that. Okay. Getting your backhand and your, your topspin down. Um, we'll have to go play someday. We'll have to go play someday. Definitely. That'd be fun. It's my favorite. It's my favorite sport to play. So you were talking about how you like uh, like the individual aspect. What do you like about that? Do you like like you can't blame it on your sucky team. It's all you. I like that. If you lose, too. it's you. I like that. So I mean, I had baseball teams in the past where I felt like I was the best one on the team, and then the team loses the damn game. You lose the tennis game, you lost it. True. It's all you. You know, you didn't try hard enough. You got lazy. You played bad whatever it was I like that it's all you you can only blame yourself and you have to accept it you have to like whatever the result is like you can't make excuses it's a lot harder to make excuses versus a team sport there are some excuses um in high school but it's tennis, harder in high school tennis unless you're up in districts or sectionals even then you have to so you call your own shots out if he hits the ball out and I think it's out I call it out that's it that's the end of it. I call it out. Now, if he argues enough, um, and it's it's at least on some kind of a platform. I don't know if it's every match, but at least it's sectionals and districts. These are real games. Real games. And you call your own shots out every game. You lift your finger up. You. This is, this is, this is the high school version. High school. Well, this is competitive high school. This is right. playing in high It's like high school baseball. I call high school soccer. You call your own. So if somebody hits one out, I, if, let's say it's I definitely called shots that were in out. Really? Because I wanted the fucking point. <laughs> of course they're going to be pissed off, but sometimes a sucky kid was getting lucky, uh-huh. and I'd be frustrated, and I'd just, fuck you, dude. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's happened vice versa. Yep, and I've had to call a judge over to our court. During sectionals, I had to call a judge over and watch our match, because this fucking kid was calling all these shots out that weren't out. Really? So I stopped the match and got a fucking judge. Yeah. Wow. And I don't know if you could do that every match. I think it was possible somehow, some way, 
but in districts, or that was sectional match. Um, we were playing Hill, Hillsboro. That's or? crazy. You John, can just lie about it. Yeah, yeah, you can, and nobody sees it. And it, that's the, that's the call for that shot. It's uh-huh. over. Now, if they want to bitch and go get somebody to watch, they can. But that's in the past. That's, that's in the past. The point's over. Dude, that's bullshit. And there's no deuce. So if you're playing, let's say it's 40 all. I don't know if you know about tennis goes 15, 30, 40, deuce. Um. So when you're on deuce in high school, there, deuce should go 40 all and then advantage one side. Okay. So you go, you know, so you win 40 all, you have an advantage, and you're at the advantage. If you win the next point, then you win the set, the the, the match, the point, or that game. You win that game, not the set of the match, but you win that game. Okay. So it'd be one zero, you know. Um. At 40 all, in in high school, there's no deuce. So whoever wins a 40 all point, that's it. So that people would lie on that shot a lot. Oh. So it's 40 all. So next point. Little... Next point wins the game, and you're like shit. So people be calling balls out all the time on 40 all. That's annoying. Very. It's a weird sport like that, isn't it? Yeah, it's really bizarre. I couldn't believe it when I first started playing. You call your own shots out. There's no ref, but they have so many. You have six people on your varsity team. And everybody's playing them once, I'm assuming? You have 11... You have 12 people on your team. Uh-huh. Six people that really matter. The the varsity the varsity gold is the top six that matter. So it's just not practical for uh, them to get, like, a judge or a ref. Too many refs. You yeah. have to ref, ref on every court? Yeah, that's ridiculous. They have to get 12 refs for every tennis match. Yeah, that'd be ridiculous. So they have to do it that way. Until there's a big, you know, district sectional match. Uh-huh. Then there'll be some people. Dude, that sucks. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's a weird sport. You know what? As bad as it sounds, usually people are honest. Ninety-five percent of the time. Okay. okay. But there'll be that one in twenty. Yeah. Where it's like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, it just about? Determines the like. You just want to come with the a game. sick shot. Yeah. Right on the line. You see it perfect. It's right on the line. And if the tennis, if it even nicks the line, it's in. Even if it skids across it on the very edge. That is so, so hard. So subjective. I, I would just nail call. the line and see it perfectly. And the guy being out. Are you fucked? I'd get, and I have a temper. I'd get so pissed. So you guys would argue? Absolutely. And most t- kids that play tennis are complete pussies. Uh-huh. So I'd get fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Like, my personality, most of these kids are like little bitches. And I would just get so pissed at them. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, awesome. I'd be yelling. And, I can totally see this. Of course, you know me. I'd yeah. be causing a scene if they're going to call that ball out. That ball was out? I would almost... Evan, Evan was the same way. Evan would literally... My friend Evan would literally like argue with the guy until he... No, Evan would be like, no, that isn't out. That wasn't out. And the guy, he would sit there and argue until the guy admitted it wasn't out. Really? Evan would just bitch. Yeah. Really? Evan had a different tactic than me. I would get angry, and he wasn't, he was angry, but he was more calculated. I would just get pissed. Okay. He, he would just be more, like, rational. Like, hey, like, you're wrong. Th- uh, that was You're it. wrong? That, that ball's in, and we're going to keep playing. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Okay. It, but but you both were like like I, I know Evan as well so yeah. you guys are not bitches like you guys are gonna back down not on a tennis like court that. that's funny that's no, funny no dude that ball is in <laughs> <laughs> do you have any other topics I'm actually out of topics what the fuck rap 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 what do you think about uh XXX Tentacion dying I didn't even know who he was wow I had no idea who that was really? until that's what crazy. songs does he have even? 
Oh, look at me. Jocelyn Flores and... Uh, Do you want to play some after? Yes. Okay. Uh, you, you know what? He was good. And I, I, he was an artist that was on the up and up. Okay. That I thought had a lot of potential to be maybe great. But he hasn't quite... He's young as shit. He's only 20. Oh, wow. And then he got gunned down. And it then they show his video on Twitter of him dead in the car. And nobody's even... Nobody's really doing anything. They're just taking videos. He's dead in his car. Or presumably dead. He could have been still alive. And uh-huh. But they're just filming him. Instead of giving CPR or checking for a pulse, why don't you guys do something? I don't know. You haven't seen the video. Yeah, I haven't seen the video. But it's it's pretty gross. It has to be really gross for his family. That's bizarre. You know what? He, he lived under the spotlight completely. He was a social media guy, and he was really... His, life, his whole life was on camera, you know? And he, uh-huh. he, he's controversial. He had an accusation of beating his ex-girlfriend when she was pregnant. Is that the reason that he got gunned down, or what was no, the no, uh, no. Does anybody know the alleged reason, or? They found the killer a couple days later. I did hear that. I saw a picture of him in court. But no one really knows the reason yet. Um, apparently, it was premeditated a little bit, at least. He went to a motor, he went to the bank and pulled out a lot of money, and he was thinking about going to buy a motorcycle at some, it's called Riva Motorsports. Okay. And when he got there, um, he went in and shopped around, and he didn't buy anything. When he came out, they, like, blocked him off and then shot him. He was driving some, like, super sick BMW with the doors that fly open, whatever whatever those are called. Oh, wow. And they just held him up and shot him right there and then stole his Louis Vuitton bag. And that was it. What did they have to gain from that, though? The the cash that they saw him get. Uh-huh. So the, the, the police haven't released all the information. Uh-huh. But they, the last thing I've seen is that, as I Google it every day, is that it was premeditated. At first, they thought it was a random robbery, and now they switched their argument to this is premeditated. So I'm assuming they were kind of following him around. So and somebody with some info, inside information that he had that much money on him, too. Yeah, and apparently there's some videos of him on social media talking about shit after and, like, you don't fuck with my cousin or something. So apparently this kind of goes deeper than just a random robbery. Okay. Maybe he crossed somebody, pissed someone off in the wrong, you know, the hood is crazy. I mean, right. the streets will kill you. So, I mean, he might have said the wrong thing to the wrong person that just doesn't uh, value life, so they killed him. Wow. And now that dude's going to jail, and he probably doesn't even give a fuck because a lot of some people just think like that. That's wild. Yeah. It's a whole new mentality, a whole new world. Welcome, I'm going to have to say welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the the streets. You ran out of topics? Look at you. Well, I have, I have a few other topics, but uh, to be honest, this one I crossed off because I don't like it. Cross it off then. Whatever you like. Let's go through a few more and we'll, we'll end this. All right. I do have... I, there's one I actually skipped. Is suffering a necessary part of hu- of being a human? <laughs> why is he, Why are you so down with these topics? Um, yes, absolutely. Suffering is part of being human. Okay. The highs and lows, man. To get the highs, you gotta have the lows. Do you have to? Yeah. Why? Absolutely. Why do I be able to appreciate them? I think in order to appreciate the highs, you have to have the lows. You can't. Yeah, true. I mean, you can't. You have. It's it, if you are high enough, you will go low. And then, in order to you come back up, I, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not a genius here, but yeah, you gotta have you gotta have the lows to have the highs. I mean, a good example is somebody who would like, like a rich kid. Like a rich kid who just is given everything, and then they're completely entitled. He'll have lows. Yeah, like he'll have lows too. He'll Even find his lows. He'll find his lows through drugs or through emptiness True. and being rich and th- 
the grass is just always greener on the other side. I don't think being rich is the key to happiness. Uh, on that, on that note, I, I, I don't. I, money helps you be comfortable, absolutely. But if you just you just have money, you think that's going to somehow just make you happy? Uh huh. No. No, no, no. So See, what do you think somebody that never suffered at all, what do you think they'd be like? Um, I don't think there's anybody who never suffered. Hypothetically. What would they be like? They'd, they'd be soft. They'd be, be soft. They wouldn't, I mean, whatever environment they came from where they weren't suffering, if you throw them into any other environment, they're going to suffer. Yeah, true. So, true. Yeah. But yeah, you want to you call it? Call, call it quits unless? Call it quits. Cool. To be, uh, to be completely honest, the last like Short five sweet. ten minutes, I just really had to piss. I had to do that. really had to piss. I, I it, it, just, it makes you like want to like stop the podcast, dude. So do I. Cool. I like All right, cool. So that concludes this podcast. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, how long did we go, dude? Neither. We went an hour and a half. Cool. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. That was, uh, if you're watching the video, I just made that really awkward intentionally, so thank you.